Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 15 of Two on the Trail by E.E. E. Cowper. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, read by Lore, in which the ice goes out and the trail leads home. Now the reason that Mr. Jan Stenson turned up at the bunkhouse was not far to seek. It had been said he was proud of his cunning, and he was cunning, though shines in the night baffled him by her clever trick. He and Jukes saw the two redskins cut across presently to the northward, going steadily on their way to the upper river. He would not interfere with them for the reason already stated. No good could come of quarreling with redskins. They never forgive. If it was after scores of years or even thousands of miles, they would pay the score in full, ultimately. So he let the girl go, and he and Jukes had a row. Jukes taunted him with folly, and words grew very hot indeed. Finally, Jukes went away by himself, saying he was going back to the shack in the hills. He went, sullen and savage. Stenson was left alone, bitterly furious with the young Lindsays, because he was sure the first part of the trail was theirs, and he was equally sure he must have been hoaxed somehow. But how? and the presence of the young Indians was entirely surprising, too. He could not make it all out. Doggedly, he went back on that trail till he came to the lake. Then, as it was near midday, he made a short rest and ate some of his dried meat. After he deliberately went back all the way to the rock of the wolf's tooth and began searching about there with care that he had not bestowed in the morning, when he had rather jumped to conclusions on first sighting the trail, taking it all for granted, that is to say. Now he meant to unravel the mystery, and he came near enough to make a fair guess. Searching about with the skill of an old hand, he decided that the campfire was not an Indian fire. Too large, also there was far too much trampling up and down the bank for redskins, who moved like forest creatures. Then he followed tracks in the snow back and forth till suddenly he came on the print of dog's feet. Then he gave a short laugh that was almost a shout. What a fool he'd been! It must have been the dog's trail that proved the presence of the Lindsays. Why hadn't he remembered the dog? From that moment he went hunting on a new plan, as it were. The Lindsays must have started from this promontory. He was sure of that, 
Therefore, the point most evident was to find the start. From the fire, he worked round, taking a semicircle on the land side and back again. By dusk, he had not discovered what he wanted, but he believed he should. So he camped there that night and began again as soon as he could see well. Of course, he found the trail made by Nell, David, and the dog right across by the north shore to beyond the first big bend of the river where they took to the ice again the thaw had made it more difficult but such an old trailer as stenson could not be deceived easily he found the fire where they stopped and finally in the dusk as described he followed the trail up the steep to the neighborhood of the bear's den if he had not done that he would of course have surprised the two in the shack as it was the bear became after all a friend to the pair he had attacked in the first place when stenson appeared the big black brute was in a worse mood than before he was more hungry and he had smelt the scent of cooking that came from the stovepipe of the log house the trapper fired at him because he was obviously dangerous and it had not occurred to him that the trail he had followed ended so soon if it had he would have been more cautious probably the bear slightly wounded made a dash for the man who ran behind a tree and fired again but the light was deceiving and the affair ended in the bear retreating into the rocky fortress to fight another day stenson seeing drops of blood on the snow decided to come again kill the bear and get the pelt meanwhile he would go on down to the shack which was he knew not far distant on this curve of the river bank therefore he presently came down to the log hut and found it was locked that did not surprise him much but he expected to find the key hung as usual in some place under the sheltering eaves of the log roof by this time it was too dark to see a trail or find a small thing like a key so mr jan stenson lost his temper as he usually did and blew in the lock of the door as he had done to another log house not long before instantly he was greeted by a smell of warmth and food the place had not had time to cool the blankets were warm the stove hastily filled up with fresh wood already dry was quite hot stenson rushed out into the snow and lighting a torch made a bit of dry bark looked about over the ground and found at once the track of the three sets of footprints to the water's edge or rather to the edge of the ice he went slowly back to the shack considering what he should do and the final conclusion he came to was a mistake he did not imagine that the lindsays were but ten minutes ahead of him had he been sure of that he would certainly have followed on at once the smartness of nell's retreat was beyond him he did not believe she would have gone off down river in the dark it was unreasonable to suppose that two young things would have started at nightfall therefore he decided to follow his inclination now he knew that they must be about six or eight hours ahead of him at the outside on a direct course to moose river and probably unsuspicious of his approach he would make a good meal take a few hours comfortable sleep and go on again at dawn he was traveling faster than they were they seemed entirely at his mercy for the river was wide and open while there would be many many miles of moose river yet to cover 
thus while nell david and robin drove their weary feet on and on through the night hours mr stenson slept soundly and woke up before daybreak to finish the food andrew lindsay had cached it was certainly not justice but that has nothing to do with adventures very often anyway later on he started picked up the trail at once and went off down river at a pace that overgained on the hunted pair from the first given time and a clear field he was simply bound to overtake them and he knew it nell was obliged to call a rest early in the morning they had to light a fire and fry some bacon which robin shared anxiety was telling on her as well as fatigue and her legs trembled with weariness david was really wonderful but he was rather silent at robin's feet were a little sore he was not used to so many miles of travel ice particles got between his toes and though he bit them out when the party rested after so many days of irritation and wetness it had caused pain he was a little lame too 